Hi, everybody. Welcome to Need for Speed Running Pit Stop. This uh, time we're looking into, I don't know, we had an idea a little while back about uh, there are terms in speed running that, you know, everybody knows, like any percent, but even still, that gets weird. Anyway, uh, you know, there, there, are, there are common speedrunning terms, but then there are like things where you'll see low percent or, or something else stuck onto that. And you'll be like, oh, I wonder what that means. And someone explains it to you. And it's like, oh, that's totally clear. And then you realize later, like, no, that you, you didn't understand what it really meant. And like, <laughs> I don't know. This is a rambling intro. But we thought, why don't we try and fix that with like a speedrunning glossary series? And uh, I already talked about low percent. So we're going to talk a, a bit about low percent today with... Um, a fairly egregious example, but this is just me introing the show to you. Hi, I'm Luigi, and I'm joined by my friends. I wanted I I, I know we like need to get the episode started, but God, I kind of wanted you to just keep rambling an intro for 15 more minutes. You know, the other day, <laughs> just just keep. Going it's no longer constantly. a podcast with all of us. It's Luigi's TED Talk about low percent. That's what <laughs> this <true>. has become. <laughs> No, no, no. It's Luigi's TED Talk about how to almost start an episode about low percent yes. the whole time. <laughs> He's just rambling, rambling. Hi, I'm 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 Hobbs. Uh, I have done oh my god, I didn't even remember until right now. I have done a low percent category of a game before. Uh, and I've done some other kind of restricted categories, I think. So uh, yeah, excited to talk about this stuff. And I'm Ruby and I speedrun. Sure don't know what low percent means. Have no fucking clue. <laughs> so uh, I I knew the subject matter of this episode, but know nothing about it and wanted to keep it that way. So can y'all t- tell me what it means? <laughs> well, soon you'll have a hardbound catalog of all the speedrunning terms that you could put together uh, in our the, what is our speedrun glossary series. Uh, amazing. Yeah. But we're, we're not even... We're not even all alone here, are we, Luigi? No, well, we are writing a book. Uh, it'll be out in you know <laughs> four years probably with all of this stuff in it. it. It'll mostly be just like forum posts, you know, collated into uh, book form. But yeah, hey, who do we have here with us? You're right. That is a great question. Hey, I'm Gymnast and I make Link go fast. And uh, that's it. That's true. <laughs> That that's uh, about that's, it. That's one way of describing <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, I speed run uh, many Legend of Zelda games. Uh, mostly interested in their any percent speed runs. Although some of their any percent speed runs do actually qualify as low percent speed runs as well. We've got overlapping Ooh. categories. That's like almost kind of the goal yeah. in speed running, <laughs> it's right? Al- it's, it's almost like... kind of the goal. <laughs> I've been trying based on context clues to guess what low percent is. And the fact that you just said, oh, yeah, and some any percents are low percents. That just blew what I was thinking out of the water. And now I'm even more confused. <laughs> well, Ruby, why don't, why don't we get what you think low percent is before we actually talk about what it actually is? I'm going to guess that it's making your way through the game, grabbing as few items as possible, like a low amount of boosts uh, or or like upgrades to your character. That's my guess. But I feel like that's way off pace. No, no that's, that's, that's pretty much, much it. it. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. There, there's some the, some nuance in there that we'll get into later that is where people I, I think what Luigi was kind of referring to before about how people can get confused sometimes when they think they've got an understanding of it and then something happens. But uh, yeah, that's the gist. That's what low percent is. It's just trying to get the lowest percentage possible as opposed to any like going as fast as you can while also getting the minimum amount of percentage. Oh, like the percentage percentage completed of the game. Yeah. So like if if the game has a percentage counter like Metroid games, you would want to finish the game with the lowest percentage counter that you know is possible to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. really cool. And then for games that don't have an actual in-game percentage counter or that percentage counter tracks like something that maybe isn't as interesting, sometimes communities will define their low percent as like, oh, you know, a minimum number of items or upgrades or things like what you were talking about, Ruby. Or do you mean a maximum? No, like the minimum number, like the the 
lowest that they can do for all that. There oh, are okay, got it. Max percent categories, but that's maybe yeah. a topic for after we've dealt <laughs> into low percent or maybe yeah. one for another time. Max percent <laughs> is like different for each game, and some games are just like those uh, like math puzzles that just never end. Um, so you just don't even, yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it gets real weird, real weird, real quickly. But yeah, like in, in some of the Zelda games, it's just like stuff that you pick up or just basically well, like. Oh yeah. So for instance, uh, like Ocarina of Time, uh, in Ocarina of Time, any percent, right? You only collect three items cause the category is literally just, you collect your sword, you collect the shield and you collect Deku nuts. And that's all you need to beat the game. So even though it's it's an any percent speed run, it's also a low percent speed run because, at least as far as I am aware, you must collect at least three items to beat the game in any which way. There's probably like a bunch of other different ways you could do that with collecting three different mm-hmm. items. But yeah, uh, the any percent speed run is just the fastest way of doing that. And also coincidentally happens to be uh, the low percent category also. Now, now I, I want to uh, turn to Ruby, our correspondent in the field. Uh, Ruby, you look like you've just seen something that has shocked you to your core. I, I'm sorry. How can you be Ocarina of Time with only the sword, shield, and Deku nuts? The last time I watched a run of it, granted, was years ago, but you also needed the Ocarina and a or a bottle or something else. Like, how does that function? Uh. I don't know how much time we have here. Uh, you can write a <laughs> dissertation on this category, but mm-hmm. basically it just all boils down to when you can arbitrarily control memory however you want to, you can just warp to the end of the game in a few minutes. <laughs> That's wild. Okay, yeah. I need to watch a new run. Yeah, a, a lot of old games, a lot, a lot of old like super broken games once you find what is kind, it's a holy grail and also like the biggest mistake you can find in a speedrun, <laughs> uh, which is finding a way to do arbitrary code execution mm-hmm. or ACE, uh, which just lets you. A f- usually, there's a few different ways that it can happen, but usually it basically lets you like get past a lo- like write bytes into a part of memory that you weren't supposed to have access to, which effectively lets you write code, uh, and if you can do that then certain actions in the game can cause you to effectively be writing code into memory, and that code can then call a, a, a function that, you know, makes it so that you warp to the final boss when you walk in the next room or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's the, the problem with Ace when you find it in a game is that the game becomes just the fastest way to be able to set up the, the arbitrary code execution because it's pretty much always just going to get you right to the end, uh, right to the credits or the boss or whatever the closest thing that game can warp to is. Um, so it's it's like you, when you find it, it's cool because you know your game's reducing significantly in time, but at the same time, probably nobody's going to want to run that category very quickly. Yeah, it, it can kind of <laughs> just become a, a bunch of nonsense. Uh, yeah, because usually it also involves like manipulating uh, like memory heaps and stuff so that certain things line up correctly in memory to get the result mm-hmm. that you want to get out of it. So it just turns at least in Ocarina of Time, it just turns into like uh, a lot of like going back and forth between different loading planes doing certain actions, which, you know, to the casual viewer just looks like complete nonsense. Right? <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. Mm hmm. It's kind of like if you've ever seen somebody do a setup for Canonless in SM64, and you're like, what is going on? And then eventually they just get the star out of the wall. It's kind of like that, except instead of getting the star out of the wall, you warp to the credits. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That is so wild. Did you show, uh, were you the one that, I think, I forget which, was it 2020, I think, uh, AGDQ? Uh, where it was the Ocarina of Time without the debug menu, where you did arbitrary code execution. I can't remember who ran that. Uh, it it broke my fucking mind because uh, uh, <laughs> you just like got all of the hearts, uh, heart pieces at once, or I, I want to say did all these crazy setups. ZFG. Okay. Um, because uh, the ability or like the the the. The abbreviation that's used at least in Ocarina of Time is called SRM, or Stale Reference Manipulation. That was found in 2019, so 
AGDQ 2020 makes sense timeline for that. I think maybe the next year was Majora with the debug menu at that point. But um, yeah, without the debug menu, it, it's uh, a ridiculous thing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it really I mean, it's exactly what you're describing. It's just a whole bunch of actions happen. It looks like. You're doing, you're playing the game really stupidly, and then suddenly the game's over. I feel like there was also a run similar to that uh, of Super Mario, a bunch of the Super Mario games last year yeah, at SGDQ that was like two minutes, and it looked like Mario was just jumping up repeatedly. And they said, oh, yeah, I'm basically programming things. And then it registered that every single game on this huge disc of like five or six Mario games was just automatically completed. <laughs> yeah. It, like S- SMB three has a warp to the end as well that I don't think is with ACE, but it's like a similar kind of concept. And if you've seen a lot of the tasks, um, like Taskbot segments from the last few years, a lot of them have been, they find a way to get arbitrary code execution in a game. And then they just do something ridiculous <laughs> because at that point you're just writing a new program. Yeah, and usually uh, that also is just the key to low percent because when you can just do whatever you want, you don't need any more items. <laughs> mm-hmm. We said something earlier that it, that is important, which is uh, the three items don't have to be the same thing. Like, yeah. it's just the number you're going after. If there's a different way you can get to the number three, then go for it. Um, all that matters is the number. It all depends on like how the game or the the community de- like determines what is that percentage, right? Mm-hmm. So for some games, it's like uh, one item might be more valuable than another. Like a hook shot is pretty obviously in a vanilla playthrough more valuable than like a bottle or something. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know Zelda, but <laughs> you know, I'm assuming it is. Um, but to the game if they're just registered mostly as the same thing from a percentage standpoint uh then the community might just define them all as the same and then it, it yeah it doesn't really one equates the other in terms of a low percent speed run but then you have uh some games where you know maybe your percentage is map percentage and your whole goal is to like visit as little of the map as possible but the number of items you have doesn't matter like that's that's a totally different beast because you might be able to get four items when you only need three to beat the game, but if you can do it with going into less of the game because you do a warp or something, then uh, it would reduce your percentage. Yeah, or you can do more out-of-bounds sequences to skip going through areas. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, like, for me, the, the low percent I have actually ran before that I was familiar with is a very... It's a very simple one to understand, I think, which is Shovel Knight. It's just shovel only. You get no upgrades... Uh, like no armor upgrades, no no relics, nothing like that. Um, no health upgrades, no like mana. I don't remember. If, I don't think it's called mana, but whatever it is, mm-hmm. magic. I think magic upgrades. Even though you yeah. can't use magic on anything, anyways. Uh, <laughs> you just go through the whole game with the shovel, and it's just trying to go as fast as you can. But that in that game, it kind of is a you know they have a percentage counter in the game and you can beat the whole game with just the shovel. So it's pretty set in stone what is going to always be low percent in that game, right? It's like always going to be just the shovel that you start with because you don't pick anything up. In some games, you get fun situations where the minimum number of items that you think are required to beat the game is like, say, six. Like that equates out to 18% or something like that. And then somebody down the line finds out actually if we do this other thing we only need 16 percent of the game like we can cut out one of those items and it immediately makes like it it means the first person to like do that has now world record and low percent even if they're three hours longer than the next time on the leaderboard because they have the lowest percentage Mm-hmm. Yeah, Interesting. So it's 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 definitely a unique kind of speedrun category because Time is not the primary objective of the category. The primary objective is, like, what's the lowest number of items or the lowest percentage that you can beat the game with? And then time is the secondary objective. So, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the leaderboards are ranked by first, you know, who has the lowest percentage or lowest amount of items, and then by, you know, all the people who got that percentage or items, what their times are. 
That's mm. so cool. So then would a low percent run also be considered like I, I'm going to bring up Kingdom Hearts because I know you're kind of our expert in that field, Hobbs. Mm -hmm. uh, so getting through a Kingdom Hearts game with just the Kingdom key and not getting any kind of like suit upgrades or things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends on which Kingdom Hearts game because some of them have percentage counters and some don't. Um, but like the very first one doesn't have a percentage counter besides the journal, the Jiminy's journal. Uh, and the, the thing is, like, you can't just beat the game with a Kingdom key. Uh, you can never switch it, and people have done that. Like, you, there's an achievement in the game for never changing your armor. But collecting, you have to collect some other stuff in order to beat the game. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm i trying to think. I actually don't know if Kingdom Hearts 1, like, you pick up a few supplementary items here and there, but otherwise it might be pretty close to low percent in terms of, like, key items. Mm -hmm. uh, the any percent might be might be pretty close to low percent because... We mostly just get the requirements to unlock more worlds as we go on. But I feel like there's probably one or two things we go out of our way to get. Um, oh, yeah, like we go get Dumbo as a summon because he saves like a minute and a half. But you, for low percent, you would lose the minute and a half in order to not pick up another item. OK, got it. Yeah, so your low percents, while sometimes you're any percent, your low percent is like the same a lot of the times when you have a like if that's the case you generally don't have a low percent category for that game but for some games low percent is longer sometimes only a little bit longer sometimes a lot longer mm -hmm. and that's why you have a category for it because you have fewer items but it takes longer than any percent because those items just normally would save you time pegasus boots are like a perfect example right like pegasus boots aren't strictly required in a lot of cases, I think, right? But they save you time in in those games. Yeah, I was going to say, if y'all, like, have specific examples, I'm super curious about games that they're any percent and low percent. The times are drastically different. So uh, I, I know of one, but you go ahead, Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Gymnast, would you like to explain Twilight Princess low percent? Yeah, uh, so... I guess to start off, the difference in time, right? The Twilight Princess any percent speed run is, or the current record, uh, I believe it, it it went under two hours and 50 minutes. It's two hours, 49, 50 or something around there. Um, I believe the current low percent record is 15 hours. <laughs> that is quite the difference there, man. <laughs> there's there's also a difference in like the the low percent itself. If you go from like I think if you add in four checks or four I pickups, uh then that that run is also drastically lower than if you do the lowest percent possible or at least lowest percent so far so yeah yeah so okay so the current record is 14 hours and seven minutes um which okay. is actually quite a huge improvement from where it was like two years ago because two years ago it was at 24 hours <laughs> uh, <laughs> for uh the low percent record and so obviously the time yeah. is okay like what what is all this time spent doing right like how how do you turn twilight princess from a three-hour run into, like, a, like at least a half-a-day-long run. Um, and so it turns out, uh, in Twilight Princess, or it is, like, this, um, this specific phenomenon is, like, only in Twilight Princess that we know of as far as Zelda games go. But you know how in Zelda games, when, like, Link gets an item, he really likes to show you that he got an item, right? He always faces the screen, he's like, hey, look, this is a cool item right here, right? Mm -hmm. The game's like, you got whatever the item is. Um... So while Link is in that animation, he's just in like a, you know, like a breathing animation where he's just like breathing and he's just he should just be standing there, like not changing position. Right. Well, it turns out that in Twilight Princess, if you just leave Link in this animation for like a couple hours, he'll slowly just start to drift. <laughs> <laughs> and while the game is in this animation or while Link is in this animation, right? His horizontal collision checks are all turned off. So he can just kind of very slowly slide through walls <laughs> when he picks up an item, if you wait a couple hours. Mm-hmm. If you go get a snack. Yeah. 
Because, uh, like, he's on, like, this slight movement loop, almost, that never closes. Yeah, there was, there's, like, an off-by-one error or something in the way that they handle yeah. that animation. So, like, every time Link cycles back through the movement, he doesn't quite return to the position that he should have returned back to. And so that difference just slowly builds up. And uh, hmm. it's, a, it's a very yeah. slow way to clip through a lot of walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so curious to look at a video now, but just turn it up to like 10 times speed. <laughs> yeah, well, there, a lot of times, too, for that kind of stuff, people end up making cut down videos. Uh, I was going to say the example I know of is uh, if you look at Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight any percent like with all all the glitches is like four and a half minutes um low percent with all glitches is like 10 minutes something um but if you look at true ending and true ending low percent true ending is five minutes something six minutes with all glitches true ending low percent is 45 hours <laughs> or something like that because there's a very similar kind of thing where there's there's this one room uh, in the game where you can get these, like, it, it's in the hive uh, part of the game where all the bees are. And if you let enough bees spawn, um, I, I don't remember if you have to kill them as well. If so, that's awful because it means you're sitting there, like, actively also killing them throughout the whole time. But if you let them spawn for long enough, and by long enough, I do mean, like, 40 hours <laughs> or something like that, then eventually you'll hit this, like, state where assets no longer have collision or certain assets don't have collision and stuff. And it allow you to, you know, I don't know the exact specifics about what they're able to get as a result, but it's you're allowed to bypass some gate that you would need some item for normally in order to get um, further progression. So it went from like a 20, there was a 40 plus hour run that went from 26% to 23%. And it, so it got longer. It got five plus hours longer, but it reduced three percentage, so that became now like the top, Ta -da. Time, uh, or the, yeah, the the best the best one, which is always funny. It's just it's really funny whenever it goes longer to to now be the the world record. I will say though, there's something appealing about hey. This is a speed run where I can just leave the controller and go get a snack and hang out with my friends. And then yeah. tomorrow at eight o'clock, I pick this yeah. up again. Like, There's something very appealing about that, considering uh, how much the grind can get to you of constantly being mm -hmm. on top of it, nonstop playing a three hour plus speed run. It's, it's a very different yeah. kind of focus. Yeah. It, it's very much <laughs> it's it's very different for sure and you the thing is you gotta hope that it's a run like that where you can idle for a, a certain amount of time if it's gonna be that long because sometimes it's like no we have to you have to swing this many times or you have to like keep running in circles but the the game has some detection to avoid to holding putting a rubber band on the analog stick or something like that and it's like well, now it's just the worst thing ever because you have to be present and <laughs> paying attention yeah. for 40 hours. Instead uh, of a doofy link standing there with money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that uh, the few Twilight Princess runners who do occasionally do low percent runs uh, while while they're doing their uh, what we call rupee slides because like rupees appear in a lot of places and you can kind of manipulate where they go to get like into like a good position for clipping so they'll just they'll just start a rupee slide and then they'll start doing like a speed run of a different category on like <laughs> yeah. a second console <laughs> while they wait for the rupee slide to finish or just have like minish cap going on the side it's home pour all over again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for any of you at home who aren't familiar, uh, there was a run this year at SGDQ where a Silent Hill runner was playing Homecoming and Downpour simultaneously because one of them, the cutscenes are so long that they would just play the other game during the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like now with multi worlds being all the Raven stuff, how sometimes you can end up in blocked and in what we call DK mode uh, when you can't go anywhere until somebody finds an item for you. It's kind of like that, but you're just imposing it on yourself. <laughs> you just, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna have to wait eight hours before I can play this again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh God. Um, but it's kind of funny that they're like low percent is a very broad category because it's, 
and and that's why I was saying it's always very different. Actually, I think Luigi said it. Like it's very different from game to game because sometimes you have something like Shovel Knight, like I said, where it's actually just a harder version of any percent kind of like it's just really tough and you have things like no hit challenges in dark souls or like low hit challenges um or low or no damage they're kind of in that same vein where you want to try to go fast but it's not as important as reducing the number of hits you take uh and sometimes you have extremely slow boss fights to create consistent strategies even though you can have like so- somebody will go and do an any percent run of the game and be able to beat this boss without getting hit. But do you want to do that knowing that you have a 25 percent chance to get hit if things go wrong? Because in any percent speed run, that's fine. You back off, you heal, you try, you know, you come mm-hmm. back into the boss. Whereas in a in a no hit that your runs over. Um, so it's it's a very similar like some of the games are, are more in that kind of vein where it becomes a, a restricted challenges kind of run. And in others, it's more about showcasing all these ridiculous glitches. Sometimes that means it takes absurd amounts of hours. Sometimes it's it's not significantly longer than the other. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I said Hollow Knight any percent is like four minutes and low percent is just like 11. So it's not that different for that game. I'm actually curious to see what, what the, the differences are there. Um, but I, I love that it's this weird category that's just it's not ran super often, but a lot of boards still have it and it's different for every single game. So you might run into some like really fun and interesting stuff. With yeah. how much in RPGs there is a ridiculous amount of trying to get exactly the right item and exactly the right kind of level ups. I wonder how many RPGs have really interesting and insanely long low percent categories. Like, yeah, I, yeah I'm immediately thinking of like, Final Fantasy X, they do really specific tracking within spreadsheets to figure out exactly what the percentage is for an item mm-hmm. to drop in a specific place. And you already are trying not to get any of the like upgraded weapons. You're barely getting items, but trying to really extra calculate that would be absolutely wild. Check out our mm-hmm. episode where we talked about the Final Fantasy X 10 hour speedrun. Yeah. Talked about that with Dave Stereo. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you, you, you kind of also have like another category of things that could be kind of could be considered low percent or could be included in a low percent speed run, which is just the thing that has ridiculous odds to happen. And thus, it you know, yeah, you could lower the percentage in, let's say, yeah, some Final Fantasy game or something. If you're trying to use this one hit KO move on every boss but it has like a 0.05% chance or something of happening, but you need it to happen on every boss to avoid to skip like 12 items in the game. Like there are times where people will say, theoretically, this is your low percent route. Like this is this is what it would be. And potentially your any percent route, like maybe that's the fastest thing. But the the probability of it happening are like it's it's to astronomical odds, the point where like if every human on Earth for the next 300,000 years were all trying every minute of every day simultaneously, it would maybe happen once. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that that's that's when you have Dream <laughs> with his Minecraft luck. Like, that's that kind of stuff where people are like, yeah, no, I can pretty definitively say that something, something fishy is going on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes you might also have just, like... Uh, a trick that's like really hard to do that like you know if you do this extremely hard trick that nobody's ever gotten that's only tasks only you could skip Mm -hmm. another item right yeah and get that get a new low percent world record and i i just like the thought of like somebody starting a file trying to do this trick for like three years and then finally (laughs) succeeding and then you you, you have someone who has this this three year long low percent record (laughs) so yeah, you're describing we, like Mario Kart 64 speedrunning history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did an, an episode as well on longest speedruns as a joke for an April Fool's one one time, and it's like n- none of those, including the ones like the the old school RuneScape like 4,000 plus hour runs and stuff like that. None of those hold a candle to some theoretical low percent runs. Yeah. <laughs> There's some real long, long shit out there. It, yeah, it's <laughs> like like theoretical max percent in uh, Breath of the Wild 
Oh, get, getting getting oh, 999 God. of every material. I was going to say, yeah. like a true oh file God. kind of thing. Because that, that was like an RPG thing for a little bit, was like getting having a true file or a, a max file or ultimate file. It's like, yeah, 999 of everything. And it's just, you know, games nowadays, they, they can have so many goddamn unique things in them. <laughs> and it, what are inventory limits? You know, <laughs> like just <laughs> you can hold if you can put 999 in this big ass box, why not? As some old games, maybe nine was the the limit, right? Or 99, a, a true 100% file might be viable. But yeah, yeah, do you have any idea what that theoretical number is for Breath of the Wild? Because I'm thinking of not only would you have to max out items in the inventory, but some of them would be so difficult to find considering how rarely they spawn. So like, fallen stars for example it might be a thing of in the middle of going for an item you drop everything so that you can run and get the fallen star i don't know what that looks like but the fact the idea of like a max percent runner just suddenly becoming a star chaser is so delightful to me i I imagine some duplication glitches will get put in there but that was back when when we were doing our first episode i i asked some questions in like the Zelda speedrunning Discord. And after I left, like I, I kept checking back because they started talking about other because I was like, hey, what are some other weird categories? And they're like, Yeah, look at bread percent, look at this, like look at this stuff. I was like, cool, thanks. Um, and then the conversation just kept going. And someone was like, what about max percent? And then like, oh, that's like all flags. And then it, it quickly devolved, and I was like, I'm I am stressed and scared by this discussion. <laughs> I mean, all the uh, all permanent flags. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. You ready to map out every flag in the game? So uh, so I, I, I ran away, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the discussion was too powerful. It was too scary for Luigi. <laughs> it was too much Zelda for me. Yeah. And that's saying something. <laughs> One thing I did want to ask you about, uh, Gymnast, is... Like something I think is cool about these other categories that are often more theoretical is how they can have wide-reaching impl implications on things like randomizers. Uh, same with old strats, right? Like old, outdated strats mm. make you know they breathe new life into them by randomizers. Have you found that to be true for yourself? Because I know you've done a lot of like Twilight Princess rando and some other stuff. Um, have you? Are there like strats you're pulling out all the time that are like, oh, yeah, this is this really obscure category strat <laughs> that nobody runs, but you have to know it if you're doing rando because you might not have the this bow or whatever? Uh, I would say that uh, for for most of like the more competitive randomizer settings, um, not a whole lot. Honestly, um, it, I mean, because I only really do like Wind Waker, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword for like Zelda randomizers. I don't really do a lot of OOT or Majora's Mask. Um, I'm sure for those, I mean, in both of those games, there's, you know, dozens of obscure yeah. glitchless jumps you can do to save time <laughs> yeah. and randomizer. Um, yeah, randomized uh, OOT is is like a museum of yeah. speedrunning. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that... Um, the, the one time that it probably specifically applied to me was back when we did a Wind Waker spoiler log randomizer tournament. That was really the time where, like, I got to pull out, like, a bunch of old stuff that was like, oh, yeah, I haven't done this trick in seven years. <laughs> I better brush <laughs> up on it because <laughs> this, this might be useful in this one scenario in, like, Tower of the Gods or something. Right. Um, where, I where I won't have this item here. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, too, because a spoiler log, for anyone who doesn't know, a spoiler log race and a randomizer is you basically, you randomize all the locations of everything, but then runners get in a, usually a limited amount of time to look at the printout of where everything is in the game before they start, or sometimes it's like you get it as you start, so you have to look at it while you're starting to play. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of, it makes sense that that would come up more there because it's it's more like routing a fresh speed run or something yeah. where you know which items you need you can see where they all are you just have to figure out which ones do you need to get to the one the items you need right like how do i get to each of those locations if i know i need say four items in order to beat the final dungeon or something or beat the game yeah yeah it, it's different since like in regular randomizer you're focused on you know full clearing 
you know, an area that you can yeah. get to, which is usually just doing more or less the same thing each time, maybe with slight variations, but, you know, with a spoiler log, right, you go into an area that has, like, 20 checks, but you only need two, so you're like, okay, mm -hmm. how do I, you know, get in this area, get these two checks as fast as possible, and then go where I need to go next, which involves very different micro-routing through the area than just going through and getting everything. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. then there's I, logic I, to think about, and so you'd be like, well... Where are these items likely to be, um, or at the, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The be well, the best part about logic in a randomizer is that it can't actually hurt you, and it can't do anything <laughs> if you decide not to not to pay attention to it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. Like I've done a lot of Ori in the Blind Forest randomizer, and I think Metroidvanias are already extremely good randomizers. Like they're they're just inherently good because they have items that gate things and generally you, you don't lock off entire worlds as often like it's everything's kind of mixed into the same world which makes it really good for something like a randomizer but it also means that uh you will kind of find these low percent-esque strategies in order to get checks so that you can full clear an area like you were talking about gymnast instead of having to alienate one check there uh and maybe have to come back later like you, you would prefer to not have to do that and it's it's almost like terrifying in a way <laughs> I've found because w with the with how good people are at speedrunning nowadays, the path of least resistance will eventually win. Like if somebody can beat the game with just two skills in Ori or like with with just a reflect in Kingdom Hearts 2 or something eventually somebody's going to get real good at beating the game with just that. <laughs> and so those of us like me that are like, I, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not going to be able to do, I, like I might be able to do that a single time, but I don't want to do it every single seed that I do or every single race uh, that yeah. comes up. It gets scary for me because I'm just like, Oh God, why did somebody learn? Like, why did somebody find this awful strat with a micro Subpixel length ledge <laughs> that they can jump off of or something because I just don't want to do that every single seed. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, it saves five seconds. We have to do it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. or, oh, it means you don't need Bash in order to go get this. It's like, yeah, but that whole area was so much nicer with Bash. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but it, it's it's a it's a give and take, right? Like that's the yeah. fun in randomizers is you get to do these things that you never would otherwise uh, have to do speedrunning or casual play in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes those ridiculous tricks just they do get ignored for a couple of years and people are like, that's that's dumb, except for like the one person who's just doing it over and over and over <laughs> again. Like um, in yeah. Sunshine, I can't remember, uh, Nindide would mm -hmm. just do all of the dumbest, hardest, <laughs> most idiotic strats in Sunshine and people were just like... You do you, man, for like four <laughs> years or something, and then like, oh shit, he, oh fuck, he, he got them all. Never mind. Maybe <laughs> we have to do these now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually strats tend to get harder. You know, uh, yeah. like we're we tend to push for harder and harder strats just as time goes on in speedrunning. And if if you're not pushing for the hardest strats, you might end up falling behind. Mm hmm. It's yeah. kind of funny, too, because, like, the sometimes you end up finding strats that become easier but are less fun or cut off too much time or something like that. So you end up splitting the category and go, OK, well, yeah, if people want to do that. But I worked for 15 years on this one <laughs> damn bomb jump. I'm going to do it. In, <laughs> I'm going to do this category. We're going to split it so that way I can keep doing my my jump. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, you know, I think sometimes that can get out of control and some speedrunners will just vehemently oppose new uh, discoveries at times uh, because they just don't want things to change. These are the old ways. Yeah, but uh, sometimes it's very warranted <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's absolutely like, oh, the, to me, it's always if it changes what that ru the, the like shape of that run completely Either, you know, you're you're missing out on a core movement skill that was the whole run up to that point or something or or something like that. Then it makes sense to maybe, OK, maybe we'll split this this into a couple things so that way you have fun running both things. Yeah, I, I feel like. Yeah, no, I was going to say that actually is something that happened uh, in the shadow community, like 
last year to this year. So there were a few tricks that people found and went, these are mainly IL strats. There's no way they could be incorporated into <laughs> the any percent because it's just too difficult. And now so many people have started incorporating it that they're like, all right, we just have to do it now. And uh, these strats that people thought were impossible have now overtaken the not only the IL boards, but like the boss rush boards and the any person. So like the Gaius launch, for example, you know, that really cool big strat of being on the bottom of the sword and flinging to the top of the head. That's now an outdated strat. <laughs> like as of a few months ago, I believe it is now an outdated strat. And I have a new one I need to learn that involves uh, bringing him way closer to like the center of the arena and popping up on the arm as he's like bringing it down and then going over to the waist instead. Like it's it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's weird. It's it's. Again, like, like I said before, it's the give and take of speedrunning, right? The mm -hmm. speedruns are fun and interesting, and they remain so over time because they're always evolving and always changing. But at the same time, speedruns are always evolving and always changing, and sometimes it just sucks. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> come on, slow down. I, I, I am old man. I want to just, like, grind my time down. Um, you want to be Dick Van Dyke in Scrubs. Right, right. <laughs> or just from a different, like, perspective, it's like, Sometimes you just have a lot of fun with a specific route and something gets found and you just have less fun with it. And it's it's a bummer. But that, that's why I've always tried to preach that speed run your own way. And like speed running is uh, is what you make of it. Right. Like you don't you don't have to speed run for leaderboards. You don't have to speed run for for um, other people and stuff. Right. Like you do what's fun for you. Hard advice to take sometimes. Like I, I, I have hard, a hard time taking my own advice on that kind of thing. But uh, it is generally i think ends up yeah you have a lot more fun with it that way yes we're, yeah we're introducing my percent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's okay so that's kind of a, i feel like enough uh communities have come up with the same thing S swl which is just shit we like like shit shit we like percent <laughs> 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 like just it's just the shit we like you know let's and and sometimes that's called any percent, no out of bounds, no teleport anywhere. Sometimes any percent, no warm, wrong warp. Really, all of those categories are just just shit we like. It's it's just the, <laughs> the things we like and not none of the things we don't like. And honestly, anytime any game has uh, starts to get like too broken, I think that you need a shit we like category. And more more games should be uh, willing to just call it that and not try to like put a specific <laughs> thing on it because ultimately you end up having to have so many arguments about like new discoveries and stuff because it doesn't fit in like that name like oh well we found this thing it's not really an out of bounds but it's like it kind of smells like an out of bounds uh, so does it belong in this no out of bounds category it's like just just call it shit we like, and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> then you can just put what you want there. Yeah, literally, Solar Ash's main board that most people speed run is true ending restricted. Not the any yeah. percent, not anything else. And there are a ton of glitches you could incorporate. There is an ending that technically gets rid of the like big final boss fight. But why would you want to do that? The final boss <laughs> fight of Solar Ash is so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's it's good that it's there, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. variety is good. Uh, it's always mm -hmm. good to have different ways to play the game because sometimes you burn out on one category and you want to hop to something else, or you just need a, a refresher. I uh, I knew somebody who speed ran any percent for Ori in the Blind Forest, which is like a ten minute category. They speed ran that during intermissions of hockey games. That was the only time they did it. The main category is like any percent no out of bounds to teleport anywhere. And they, they were like, yeah, I'll do any percent, but only while I'm in the intermission of a hockey game. Because <laughs> I just don't feel like <laughs> I need something to do during intermission, I guess. I mean, that's a good way to occupy your time if there's mm -hmm. no other time that feels good for it. Exactly. And then you're not stressed about like grinding this category down, right? Like if it's one that you don't find as fun, it's like, ah, eh, I could still get my name up on the board for it without having to stress about it because I know I'm just going to do an attempt or two and then I got to get back to watching hockey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, would any of you do a low percent for one of the games that you currently speed run? Ooh. I have to ask. Well, not... Not Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not, not, probably not Twilight Princess. Um, <laughs> not probably not at the moment right now. Um, 
Let's see. Let's see. For Wind Waker, theoretical low percent is awful. <laughs> the theoretical like lowest percent for Wind Waker involves doing like uh, basically uncontrollable memory manipulation stuff that would mm -hmm. only ever be really showable in like a task setting. Um, so that one's kind of out. Um, Twilight Princess low percent. I, I don't want to do a run that long. That's just me. <laughs> um, yeah. Skyward Sword low percent is... It's basically just any percent, except you do, like, one extra thing, so it's not really that interesting. Mm -hmm. And then a bunch mm -hmm. of the other ones, like, low percent is any percent, like, for Ocarina of Time. I think also for Ocarina of Time 3D and Majora's Mask 3D, low percent is any percent. So, yeah, it just kind of just the, the way that the the cards shake out for the games I run. The category is either way too long or it's just kind of like, it's just the same any percent run, but you do like some slightly slower strats here and there. So now nah, that's yeah. real. I, I, well, I was wondering, or I guess I was pondering earlier if like where some of the time came off to now it sounded like almost 14 hours for that Twilight Princess um, is just like getting or doing the math to figure out exactly when you can control length as, as soon as possible through getting through the wall or is I, there like a I, barrier I do believe part that was part of it um I believe the other part was that uh so the reason the category was 24 hours previously is because one of the slides that they had to do um at least back then the understanding was just that for some reason the speed that you got with that slide was just like way lower than the speed on any of the other slides. So that one slide oh. took like 10 hours. Mm. Um, but since then, uh, they figured out how to make its speed like back up to par with the other ones. So now it's only like three hours Oh, uh, yeah. instead of being oh, 10 man. hours. So. <laughs> so you have to manipulate it somehow to get its speed to be a little bit closer to the normal slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So seven less hours of cutscenes. Yeah, that's good. That's really nice. <laughs> uh, I feel like if I was going to do one, I would either try to do, like... See, I've, I've already done, like, some level one runs of things, which are not quite low percent, but they're in that same kind of vein um, of when it comes to, like, RPGs and stuff. I would maybe try something like that for Spider-Man, um, like the, the Marvel Spider-Man that came out in uh, 2018. Mm -hmm. I, I might give I would maybe do something like that where you like only get your base web shooters can't upgrade them and then uh, maybe you just aren't allowed to level any skills or anything on like a hard difficulty that could be kind of fun um, there are some wild skips in that game too so like maybe some of them could skip some of the the gadgets or, or something like that uh, otherwise I could see myself doing like like a, a damageless kind of attempt for like a Kingdom Hearts 2 or something like that um it's real hard because game is hard from the, you know, like at the beginning to, be to begin with. Uh, and there's also the only thing about Damageless in Kingdom Hearts 2 is there's one boss fight at the very end of the run. Uh, it's like right before you head through the door for the final boss fights. Xemnas 1 has a move that he uses on you that if you that normally like from normal means of the game, he's supposed to use it on you one to two times in the fight. Like it is required. He opens with that move uh, and he puts this little effect on you and it does damage over time. And you go up to this building, you do a reaction command and it gets rid of it, but it will always do like two ticks or something like that before you can do the reaction command. But because of randomizer, it's kind of the, the other way around. We found a strat in randomizer that would now make this damage list possible. Um, cause it was going to be like, it was always going to have to be low damage or, or no hit where you don't, you don't actually get hit by anything, but you still took damage. Uh, theoretically you can attack him at the very start. If you have slide dash and or flash step, uh, two abilities, and it'll prevent him from doing that move. And then he'll still keep trying to do it. But if you can keep like forcing him into the air and interrupting him from doing it, you can avoid it ever happening. But it's basically random, <laughs> so you would do a three-plus-hour run, probably, up to that point perfectly to then be have your opening attack be basically random on whether or not you even had a shot at this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then, on top of that, 
where he teleports based on your is somewhat based on your position, but also somewhat random. So trying to get him to like float up into the air would also depend on RNG. So the whole thing would be miserable because of that single fight. I mean, it would be miserable anyways, but <laughs> that fight makes it like extra, extra bad. Uh, I'd love to see somebody do it. I would maybe do it for fun, just as a few attempts, but I doubt I would seriously grind it and, like, actually yeah. try to get that one run. Yeah, Because you true. can't pivot out of it at that point. You've, yeah. You've, you've, you've made decisions in the first three hours that... Oh, yeah. It, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah. oh, I got hit, time to make it an any percent run. Like, it's going to be a terrible any percent run by that point. So. Yeah. You're locked in. I've always admired, like, the Dark Souls no-hit and, and damageless runners, and I love, like, watching some of the strategies they do for those. So I, I feel like it could be fun to try in some other games or maybe even try in Dark Souls. I don't know. Challenge runs are incredibly interesting to me to watch. Um, I, I saw one uh, runner who basically set a challenge to beat... Uh, beat two separate games of Elden Ring, one with a controller and one with a DDR pad simultaneously. <laughs> and they actually made it through the whole game. Like, Was it Peking Boo by chance? Because they're like the DDR pad speedrunner. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Uh, if someone else is listening to this and I am wrong there, please feel free to correct me in the comments. But I, I feel like that's right. Quick random aside. Peking, Peking Boo is making a like Donkey Kong Country spin-off basically like a clone right now it's called like uh windswept i think and it, okay. it's awesome it's yeah back it on kickstarter if it's oh, still that sounds i don't so know cool. if it's still open or not but mm-hmm. um it looks super fun yeah props to them sorry quick aside but <laughs> go ahead luigi I, I was gonna say i think the 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 ddr pad whatever i think it's gotten crazier since then like they they've kicked it up a notch i can't remember what it was but I don't think that was the final iteration of we're doing lots of Elden Ring at once with dumb <laughs> things. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Yep. Uh, a f- friend of mine, Nico Hart, is doing or just finished a playthrough of Elden Ring. This wasn't a speed run, but he likes making unconventional controllers and literally used a camera, like a DSLR camera, mm. as the controller in <laughs> Elden Ring, which, again, wild to like, me. I like love a- challenge runs. And he's done speed runs of Alien Isolation using a DJ deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a camera's like making it a PlayStation iToy game. Like, <laughs> Yeah, basically uh. just moving moving it around and then depend like moving the camera what was actually what was moving the camera around the character. It was, it was really cool. Oh, that, that's yeah. actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like their body was the controller no, in front like of the they, camera. Basically. Yeah. They were specifically holding it and the different buttons they pressed like that he pressed on the camera <laughs> were mapped to different motions. And when he moved mm-hmm. the camera around while he was holding it, that's what would move the camera in the game. Okay. So, so now they got to map that to an N64 emulator and play Pokemon Snap on it. So oh, <laughs> that would be so good. Mm-hmm. We're planning on doing an Overcooked 2 speed run, and he found a way to make a controller out of silverware. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's great. That's going to be a fun challenge run. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there's, there's got to be something out there for uh, uh, low controller percent uh, in that, like, the... A controller you can hook up and like map the least amount of buttons to and still beat the game. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. You know, some ideas should not be born into this world, Luigi, and I think that's one of them. <laughs> I mean, like, see what you can do with an Atari thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, what, can you beat the game with one button mapped to every button input? Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> oh my god, that's just you, the title you, you of the YouTube one video. Control stick and one button. <laughs> Well, little half like, A press and you're there. I yeah. hate that so much because I'm thinking of Shadow and just all the different buttons you have to very specifically press at mm. different times. And just him trying to stab and grab and let go and jump simultaneously. I yeah. I feel like the characters would just look like they're having an aneurysm at some point. Yeah, this yeah. is like a, like a challenge YouTuber you know gold mine right there right because they're always yeah. like can you can you beat super mario brothers ds without pressing the jump button or something like that you know and uh i i swear one of them just gonna be like can you 
can you beat this with only an Atari controller? <laughs> like, I want I want the little the one that's just the analog stick the, the, like the joystick and the one button like. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. It's the two and a half A presses or three and a half A presses. Uh, yeah, well, no, it's just a half video an A all press, over again. Right, half an A press. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that I hate myself for letting <laughs> hate out into the world accidentally, um, yeah, I don't know. Let, let's. Uh, why don't we start to to wrap it up a little bit? And and here at the wrap up section of the show, um, it's still fun. Don't worry, we love you, but. Um, thanks for hanging out and talking to us, uh, Jim. This was cool. Um, yeah, Zelda is, especially the 3D Zelda games get really weird. And I knew there would be a lot to like use, uh, fun examples within the, within the series. So, um, tell people more about yourself again. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, if you guys want to find me, I'm just gymnast 86 on uh, Twitch and YouTube, Mr. Gymnast eighty six on Twitter. Uh, there will there will be three D Zelda speedruns <laughs> and randomizers. You've, you've been doing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom at least recently, right? Yeah, I've been uh, grinding Tears of the Kingdom any percent uh, how's, pretty hard. How's that been going? Like, has that been a, a real real fun trip seeing all the developments, or has it been a bit more like, just <laughs> challenging? I, I don't know. Dude, I, no. I haven't played 1. the game. 0. So. I'm still it, avoiding spoilers, and but I see you go live oh, okay. with 1.0, and I'm like, ah, I wish I could uh, watch. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess be slightly vague, but how's how's been how's that been? Uh, I would definitely say it's. I mean, it's a 3D Zelda game, so I kind of just enjoy it by default. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so uh, I think it's fun. Um, it's it's surprisingly. Uh, I don't get as burned out on it as I would as I thought I would get, given just. Uh, the the beginning of the game is like you start and then you you have to wait the the game takes a really long time to load stuff you start with like almost 40 seconds of the game just loading in <laughs> um followed by like you know you go through um it's like there's a little tunnel sequence you go through at the beginning to like kick the plot off um but there's actually like a precise way you can clip through the ceiling and like run out of bounds in that area to skip all of the like text triggers of zelda being like oh my goodness look at this and then immediately after that, which is like a minute and 40 seconds into the run, you have this four minute long cutscene oh. that is unskippable oh, no. that you have to sit through. Um, I don't know why it's not skippable, but I, I guess the developers decided it was not going to be skippable. Mm. It's important. Wow. He knows your name. <laughs> he, he, he does know our names. We left our name tags on accidentally. Um, and then immediately after that four minute cutscene, you have to do a really hard jump in the room that you wake up in to like escape the room through the back that you're not supposed to go through yet. Um, so it's like the run is you start, you do a hard trick and out of bounds sequence, you wait four minutes and then you have to do another hard trick again. Oh no. <laughs> and so there's the, the first seven minutes of the run are extremely reset heavy mm. uh, because of those two hard tricks and just the time that you wait in between them. But despite that, um, I'm still having fun doing it. Um, you know, even if like sometimes I have bad days where like I'm just spending like an hour or two just trying to get out of the first seven minutes and it, it ends <laughs> up not being fun, but I can just stop for the day, come back tomorrow and right. it's still a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's um, a bummer the, about the tricks because I, I was going to say like as, as long as you don't have to mash A through it or something. I've, I've actually not always minded when there's that like a long cutscene at the start specifically if it's like right near the start of the run and you don't have to do anything because it can give you a way to just be like, okay, that run died reset. We just get to that point And now I'll take my four minute break between yeah. runs or something like my timer's still going chat's still, you know, people know another runs happening. So they're not leaving because we reset, right? Like they, the timers, <laughs> if the timers go in, they'll, they'll stick around a lot of the time. That That's what I always noticed with kingdom hearts one running. Um, was I didn't mind resetting with a cutscene, a three and a half minute cutscene at the beginning, just because, eh, let me get up and get some water and stuff without having to sit there on it on nothing. Mm -hmm. But with two two rough tricks around it, that's yeah. that's a lot harder. <laughs> two two rough tricks around it, um, and then of course you know there's the rest of the run after that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's still fun even though it uh, can get a little repetitive. But you know, just as long as I take enough of a break. It's, you know, I can mentally reset and it's all good and fun. 
I do want to run other categories besides any percent, but the the speedrunner me is like, well, you know, your, your PB could be improved, <laughs> right? You're never truly satisfied with your PB, right? <laughs> Got to get that time I'm happy with first, then I'll move on, you yeah. know, because I don't want to have to come back and de-rust these tricks and stuff later, right? Like, I'll... I'll I'll get it and then I'll move on. Surely we'll be satisfied eventually. And it's yeah. like, you know, and then you and then suddenly, you know, you theoretically get a run within five minutes of your or five minutes within five seconds of your soma best. And it's like, this is an objectively good run, but I made this three second mistake. And now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, can I can I ask what is your current PB on any percent? Because I haven't looked at the chart at all. I, I just restarted the game. Because uh, I, I had started it and then had to take a huge break for work and went, no, nah, I need to be able to properly dive in. And I have no concept of what the any percent time looks like right now. Uh, well, the, so my current PB is 44 minutes and 19 seconds. Um, and the record is 43 minutes and 55 seconds. So nice. wow, 25 <laughs> seconds off currently. That's wild. Very nice. Hey, uh, Ruby. When you're not hanging out and being awesome and talking about speedruns with us, uh, where can people find you? Oh, shucks, Luigi. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I am Ruby Hart. uh, That is R-U-B-I-E-H-A-R-T. I speedrun a million games at this point from Shadow to Titan Souls, Solar Ash, Overcooked 2, Phasmophobia, and I keep hoarding and adding more to the list. So uh, (laughs) I am taking on Transistor and Super Hot next because they are freaking great games. Um, So you can find me uh, with that same name on Twitter, on uh, Twitch, on YouTube, all the good places. Um, Also, I'm just going to say it because it's important to say um, WGA, support them, support the writers. Uh, There are a lot of writers who have done really good work and AMPTP has been trying to publish things to make it seem like, oh, but we're so nice and look at the the (laughs) offer that we gave. No, it's, it's, it's crap. Just support WGA. Anyway, so that's me. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, Hobbs, uh, how's it going? Hey, uh, doing pretty good. <laughs> um, you, you can find me, jhobbs296, <laughs> on Twitch. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even care about the social media anymore. It's just, just follow me on Twitch. Uh, lately, I have been turning every single possible game that I that I can into an archipelago compatible game because I'm just loving multi-world too much. So if you tune in, I might be playing Kingdom Hearts 2 Rano uh, multi-world or I might be playing Crash Bandicoot 3 multi-world or I might be playing Marvel Snap multi-world because I made a yeah, Marvel Snap that was wild. one, which is really dumb and fun. Uh, How does that work? Uh, you get a random starting deck of 12 cards, and then the all of the rest of the cards in the game are mixed into everything, and you have okay, to get so through the- Conquest from the start, uh, which is just, like, matches against opponents sequentially, uh, from the very start until, like, through the gold Conquest at the end, which basically means you got to win five matches in a row, but you have a shit deck <laughs> to start, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> You yeah, it's you get some checks along the way as you go and and take health off your opponent, and uh, those checks can have you know random items for the other games, so they can have cards for yourself. And all in all, you're just hoping somebody gets you a card that actually is useful, and they're just gonna give you crystal instead. And it's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Please follow if you're interested. And also, this is gonna be like a month before Speedrun Coliseum, I think. Uh, when this comes out, so check out uh, Speedrun Coliseum. I don't know if it's just gonna be on Spike's channel or if we're doing it on like everybody's channel uh, this year or something. I, I'm gonna learn that in 25 minutes from this recording. Uh, <laughs> but either way, follow Spike Vegeta because he's cool too, and um, check that out. We're gonna be raising money for charity, doing um, putting a bunch of speedrunners in a big mansion, and gymnast is gonna be there as well. It's gonna be super fun, and it was super fun last year. So. Um, yeah, check that out in October. It's like a, mm, it's like second week of October. I don't want to say the exact dates because I'm going to get the, like, I'm going to say wrong. October 6th through 10th. There we go. Yeah. So that sounds about yeah. right. <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out. That'll be really fun. And, uh, then I'm going to come home and Spider-Man 2 is going to come out and I'm going to have my game of the year probably and play it for <laughs> eight months straight. So 
<laughs> That's me. Sounds about right. How about you, Luigi? That sounds like what I'm doing over on Chat of the Wild, which is a Legend of Zelda book club podcast that I make. And we're 16 episodes in and just got to the third uh, of the four dungeon things. So, yeah, we're taking our time with it. In Tears of the Kingdom, you're saying? Tears of the Kingdom, yes. The Zelda. <laughs> the new Zelda. So, yeah, that's that's the what I've been up to. Um, and, yeah, it it's fine. It's whatever. It's a whatever game. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, maybe it's fine, I guess. It's just, just nuts just, and bolts, yeah. but in Zelda. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, just Banjo-Kazooie, whatever. I just want the real Banjo 3. This is just DLC for Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. It's just Kinda DLC sucks. that's like the size of a game and costs 70 bucks or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really love that game and like talking about it. So go listen to Chat of the Wild uh, because um, you can't really find me anywhere else talking about it. Because uh, also, Hobbs, if they don't, if we don't want to do with social media, how could people actually talk to us? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not posting on social as much these days. So please, if you want to keep up with the show, uh, go to patreon.com slash possibly bad. I know you've heard Patreon plugs before, uh, but we actually have free trials going on right now. Uh, so you can check out all of our backlog of the commentaries that we record while we're watching speedruns during the main episodes and also you get access to episodes like this one early and you can support us if you end up signing up um for you know five bucks a month or similar uh we really appreciate everybody who supports us on patreon but also like i said there's free trials and you can just kind of get a little news feed of all the episodes that way as well um, and any mm. other kind of updates. We do a lot of fun community events in the Discord as well, some speedrun watch parties and whatnot. So please, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash possiblybad. Check us out over there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that the, the Discord is the best place to talk to us because oh. uh, uh, everywhere else is hell. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, big shout-outs to our executive producers, those at the uh the $10 tier or higher. Um, thank you to Hypiction, Ethan King, Brian Ward, Professor Hal, Hylian Gamer 01, Lassian Lopunas, Lisa Slack, and Cassandra Erickson. Thank you all uh, so much for being EPs of the show. All right. I'm going to see if I can get through the rest of my day without picking anything up. So, <laughs> a low percent day. <laughs> yeah. Everybody out there have a low percent Dude, I've day. I've already had a low percent day. I spent most of my most of my day on the couch watching YouTube. Like I I can make this work. I can get the world record. Let's do it. <laughs> You're definitely going to have the record cuz I've been playing Baldur's Gate and the amount of inputs for that is crazy. <laughs> mm. No, no, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much it. it. Yeah. <laughs>